Welcome to The Insiders Living in Isolation, the podcast where we talk about what's happening in the social distancing lives of the people of South Orange County. I'm this week's host, Rachel Ryle. Today, we are talking to Brian Gomez. He is part of a jazz hip-hop band called Apollo Bebop. Brian is a good friend of mine, and I'm curious about how his band has been impacted by COVID-19, as well as himself. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Tell us more about what you do. I am the MC and mix master person for my hip-hop jazz band called Apollo Bebop. Even though we do operate under the umbrella of hip-hop and jazz, we do you know, go outside of that too. We, we do get more experimental with stuff so you can hear some like rock influences. Um, we do get very you know, sentimental with some stuff and can bring things down. We can be also pretty poppy and, and really get like the crowds dancing. So I think just us not being limited to what we label ourselves as. And then that, that really sets us apart. Apollo Beep Up it is. So Brian, I know that the coronavirus has been basically the hot topic lately, right? And it's been affecting a lot of people's lives, right? And that's why I'm interested in interviewing you. I wanted to know more about how it's affected your life and your band personally. How have you been handling it on a personal level, like in your day-to-day life and managing being at home quite frequently? Uh, well, to be honest, I haven't really been that affected by it in the sense that I was already working part-time in construction for a little bit. The construction job is still available to me, so I can still go out and do jobs if I need to. Other than that, I really was just staying at home all day anyway, just working on music stuff. So not really much has changed for me on that front. The only things that it really has changed for me personally is, you know, I can't go to the park and play basketball. You know, I'm not encouraged to uh, go see my friends. Obviously, we can't play shows. Every single Thursday, we do this open mic jam session, and we had to shut that down, so... The open mic jam session, where's that at? Oh, yeah. So that's called the Cool Lab Project. C-O-O-L-L-A-B Project. Cool Lab. It's over in downtown Santa Ana. And it happens every single Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. at 4th Street Market. Oh, sweet. That's perfect for the listeners whenever it hopefully does reopen in the future. The end date of when this this lockdown, you know, when we're free to kind of go about our business again, that's still to be determined. So we can't really project when we're going to start up again. But then I also imagine that once the lockdown has been lifted, most people will be hesitant to just go back out in the streets and do everything normal, especially if it involves a big crowd. I'm sure everyone's going to go want to go see their friends, but I'm not sure how quick people are going to want to go back in the huge crowds and um, go to shows or things like that. So we'll see. I'm, I'm sure we'll kind of see like a trickling back. It might take about, I would assume maybe like two two to four weeks something like that after the lockdown has been lifted for things to really kind of like mull over and normalize again that's true and i have kind of wondered if people will say you know going back to the normal but i don't think we're gonna ever go backwards it's more of like we're gonna have to move forwards and readjust our lives right and it will be kind of an adjustment to go back into being around people and i feel like it's probably going to be a while before people are comfortable like, oh, yeah, you're in my space. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I said, though, there's certain things that I feel like it's just going to take a little bit of time to get back to. But I don't think it's going to be something that just gets like left behind because of this whole scare. For instance, like movie theaters, I think movie theaters are still going to be a thing to do and to go to with friends and dates and all that. I just think it might be a little bit before people are like jumping to go see a movie in the theaters again, you know? Yeah. But something actually that I was thinking about was 
I've been to Japan twice, and I believe it was the first time I went. We were staying with some Japanese guy, and he had a book about like Japanese like culture and history, or whatever. And in the book, they were talking about how they wear face masks. And then it started coming back in my head because now we're required to wear face masks if we go into a populated area, right? Yeah. I think that that's definitely going to be something that is encouraged and that's something that we will continue to do post lockdown just for, you know, sanitation's sake. Interestingly enough, I also read that it's another way for someone to not talk to you. And the same way that like here in America, like if you see someone like with headphones on, it's like, oh, okay, they probably don't want me to interrupt their, they're in their their own world, right? So that's another way for people to kind of like subtly say like, hey, I might be sick, don't talk to me. Or maybe they're not sick and they just like don't want to talk to anybody. It's like interesting. Yeah, so I think that's the kind of stuff that I think is going to stay with us. And honestly, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever, you know, a little bit more cautious, a little bit more safe. I agree. I I feel like that it's also respectful, too. And I don't mind the social distancing as well. I feel like it's there's been plenty of times where I've been in the grocery store and I feel uncomfortable because someone's right behind me in the line. So I think it'll be nice that maybe people realize, oh, maybe I should, you know, this will be a new normal of trying to like be respectful of strangers' distances unless you know them personally, right? Or being respectful of like if you're sick, you know, taking the necessary precautions to not spread it instead of people just coughing in their elbows. Like you, there's more steps that we can take. So I agree with you. Yeah. I feel like this is what always has to happen is like something extreme has to happen before everyone learns their lesson. I mean, obviously... It's not like I haven't seen people with face masks here in America before. It's not like I haven't heard about people get really antsy about like how close people are to them and like whether or not like people use hand sanitizer or not or wash their hands like after, you know, using the bathroom and stuff. People have always been pretty like pretty anal about it. I just think that now more people will be aware of it. Right. Instead of it just being like the select few, it's going to be. Yeah. Instead of it being like, oh, instead of it being like, oh, okay, come on, bro. Like, relax. You know, now it's like, yo, oh, snap. (laughs) Something bad actually happened because we weren't doing our due diligence, you know, distancing ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. Now, okay. I I, I understand where you're coming from. Heard. Yeah. No, that (laughs) good. That's, you couldn't have said it better myself. This is why I'm talking to you. Thanks. So your band, do you guys live together or are you guys doing online practices with the social distancing? My drummer and I, we live together. I live with his family and he still lives at home with his parents. Right, right. And then my bassist, Dom, he also works with, uh, like, because I work with their dad. And so, and they also work with their dad. So since they're always in contact, like the, my bassist and my drummer and I, we, we see each other on a regular basis. Uh, just because of work stuff and I live with them. But the other two guys I try not to see too often just because I am trying to respect the social distancing thing, but we still kind of got to get things done. Yeah, that's what I've heard from a lot of people in different parts of the entertainment industry is like trying to figure out how am I going to make films? How am I going to still create music? Yeah. And do what I do best, right? With the fact that we have this order upon us to social distance and stay at home. So it's kind of like interesting how people are trying to like stay within the boundaries, but put the limits out there too. Yeah. Yeah. And even with that, we did have to compromise and just say like, okay, we're not going to meet up for practice anymore just because it, it, it's not really necessary. It was before. I'm, I'm actually glad that we had finished our album before the lockdown 
happened. And it was like a couple days before. So I didn't need them to be here anymore. Wow, it's perfect so, timing. So with that said, it's not, yeah. So with that said, it's not like we have something urgent that we need to come together and figure out, you know. That's why it's really not that much of an issue. As far as practice goes, I mean, like you, you don't come to rehearsal to practice. You come to rehearsal to put together what you've already practiced. You know what I mean? We can all still do a lot on our own. We all have our own resources. Like, you know, my sax player, he can still play his sax. He can still play the piano. My drummer still has his drum set. Everyone else has their own equipment. So right. it's not like, yeah, again, it's not like it really puts like a hindrance on what we were already doing. The only thing that it really stops is the shows that we had already planned, mm. which kind of sucks. But I know like some artists were like doing rain check dates or like doing refunds or anything like that. Is that what you guys had to do as well? No, because we didn't have any ticketed events. So it's not like people were buying tickets pre-sale and then all of a sudden it got canceled and then we got to reimburse them so that was okay and then also most of the gigs that we had most of the gigs that we even usually do we get asked to play that's wonderful yeah so we we don't have to like promote it ourselves and we don't have to do you know or like a rain check on it because it, it, it's really based on the promoter we have rescheduled some things with people we already booked some shows with but you know, for the most part, it's uh, it's been pretty much chill. Well, that's good. If it was more on you guys, it probably would have been more of a struggle having to figure out like, okay, well, what do we got to do? So that's nice that it's on someone else's shoulders and you guys don't have to worry about that as much. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could only imagine what people who already had tours planned and not even just like local artists like big artists too like that must suck yeah my husband and i bought tickets to a musical group in june and we're kind of wondering if they're gonna have to do a reimbursement and it stinks because they're from london so oh yeah <laughs> they're either gonna have to like redo their tour or we don't know the details yet but yeah that's even for the fans it's probably a bummer too and your fans that are wanting to come and see you but are like well we're gonna have to postpone <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it is, it just is what it is, you know. That's what I'm really thankful for with everyone in the band is that, of course, like, this sucks. Of course, it's not the most convenient thing to happen, but something can always be done. You can always find a way to get to your fans, especially, like, imagine if this happened back in, like, the 90s. Yeah. That would have sucked, you know. There's no social media. The internet hasn't boomed yet. Man, like imagine, imagine being quarantined in your house, man. That would suck booty. Oh, I, I would probably understand why people would start falling more into depression and going insane because their lives involved so much being outside. And there's probably people like that right now still. Yeah. But I mean, it's just nice that we have access to so many forms of entertainment, you know? Yes. And just ways to kind of keep us distracted. But see, even with that, it's I feel like it's still a double-edged sword because you can get sucked into it so much that you just become a couch potato, you know? Right. And that you you make all these plans to like, you know what? I'm going to utilize this time to start working out, start eating better. And then all you do is just watch videos on people working out. And you watch all these videos on learning how to cook. But then you don't even apply any of that, you know? Or say like, oh, I want to practice piano. And then you watch all the videos on learning your skills, and then you don't actually apply it because you're so sucked into just watching. Have you been doing anything to kind of find that balance? Yeah, I mean, there's like, even for me, I have a lot of things that I can do. I used to do photography and video stuff, but I can't really find any clients right now. Again, it, it was more of like a hobby thing more than anything. I always try to keep myself busy anyway. I don't like to not have something to do. 
I've been relearning how to play keys, you know, just kind of getting my hands familiar with that again. Yeah, and even though we're done mixing all of the songs, there's still like promo that we need to shoot. And so I'm editing the videos for those, trying to come up with a strategy to make sure that we can make the most out of this release that we're gonna put out. Redesigning our website, still getting in contact with the PR company and all, and all this different stuff. So I personally still have a lot of things that I can do. Well, that's good. Is there anything else that you want to like share or talk about or any last words? I think it's a really interesting time for people to be introspective, to answer certain questions that maybe you've been off-putting. So I think it's beneficial in that time. I do know that this is hitting people a lot harder than it's hitting me. And I realize that and I feel very, very fortunate that I haven't been crazy affected by it. Yeah, I, I don't know how else I can be more appreciative about that. But I'm just going to continue to do what I'm doing. We have our album coming out May 1st, which I'm excited about. And hopefully, and that's the other thing too, like maybe I'm not like a politician or something, but maybe I can provide something that people can enjoy to kind of distract them from thinking about how crazy this time is. I couldn't have said that better myself. Thank you so much, Brian, for taking time out of your day to chat with me a bit and tell me more about what you're going through and your band. If you want to hear more of Apollo Bebop's music, their new album, Wanted, is on outlets like Apple Music, Spotify, and Deezer. I know the world can be a cold one. Making you feel like it's no sun. You fight against the wind. For spelling? Brian told me it's A-P-O-L-L-O-B-E-B-O-P. Thanks for joining us on the Insiders Living in Isolation. Be sure to check out our other episodes. And if you enjoy listening, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts.